Hello everyone and welcome to my very first podcast about teaching. It is the first time that I have ever talked about teaching, so I think that I need to introduce myself first. My name is Mi and I am now in my second year of the master's program in journalism and mass communications at Kansas State University. Besides going to school and attending classes as other students, I was lucky enough to be assigned as a graduate teaching assistant for the Accumulus School of Media and Communication. I have been assigned to be the assistant for many courses, including data journalism, storytelling across platforms, pixel and vector foundations. More than that, right now, I am the instructor for the social media platforms course which is the first course that completely belongs to me. It means that I have the full right to decide the content I teach, how I teach, the class structure, how I interact with my students, etc. I have to say that many first but valuable experiences. Now I am a novice teacher with very few experiences. However, I always want to bring the best things to my students, such as the materials, the knowledge, the practical tips, and also the learning experiences when I take my classes. That's my motivation in teaching. I really love this job, and I desire to be a better teacher every day. That's the reason why I want to produce this series podcast to record my teaching experiences, to say what I did right, what I did wrong, what I did great, and what I did not so great, and also what I could improve. And it is November now, the weather outside is really chilly, so it is the perfect time to get ourselves a good hot drink, sit comfortably, and enjoy today's episode. The main content of today's episode will be my insights about teaching and how the principles of college teaching course, aka EDCI 943, that I've been taking this semester helped me to improve my teaching. I have to say that the materials from EDCI 943 from Dr. Saucer significantly motivate me to be an excellent teacher. First, I want to briefly talk about how I thought about teaching before taking the EDCI 943 course. I came from Vietnam, a very different country in comparison to the America. During several years of being a student in Vietnam, I got used to the teacher-centered approach. It means that everything in one class focuses on a teacher and students absorb knowledge mainly from lectures in which teacher instructs and students listen to their instructor. Therefore, my previous thinking about teaching reflects that approach. I think that when I, as a teacher, go to class, I have to give lectures to my students through PowerPoint files with some words on them, and then I speak, and my students listen to me. However, it turned out to be not so true about teaching. Um, I don't mean the teacher-centered approach is a bad thing. I do appreciate the approach as I have been growing up with it and it did a good job in training me. Nevertheless, when I attended EDCI 943 course, I was introduced to a different teaching approach, which is the student-centered approach. 
In general, the student-centered approach is letting students decide their own learning experiences. Specifically, in this approach, students are free to decide what and how they learn the materials, thanks to which students' motivation and engagement increase. So, how I teach with the student-centered approach? There are two techniques I employ. First, I always let my students freely decide at least one part of the final assignment or project to demonstrate their learning. Of course, I do expect my students to provide me with a clear and convincing justifications for their choices. For example, for the capstone project of the MC5A0 course, the Storytelling Across Platform course, my students are free to do two things choose their group members based on each student's strengths and weaknesses. Then each group can choose their topic for the final project based on their preferences. Although my students take their own ownership over their learning, I still play the role as a mentor and give them guidance as well as knowledge to assist them if they have any challenges. By doing this, my students' motivation and learning attitudes increases, which is very important in studying. The second technique I employ when it comes to student-centered learning is I always start my class by asking each student to provide a keyword when they think of the class topic. Based on my students' keywords, I can assess their expectations about our specific topic, and then I try to tie all the keywords back to my content. This technique does not help me initially assess my students' knowledge about a class topic through which I can make my teaching materials more relevant, more German, but also facilitate my students' engagement, which is one of the most important things to me when I teach. For example, I use this tactic when teaching mobile journalism. After my students provide me with keywords including quick, engagement, and cross-promote, I use them to explain mobile journalism's characteristics and benefits. The engagement level of this class is high as my students responded to all my questions. The next thing I want to talk about is the BEES model, which is a very cool concept that I learned from EDCI 943. PEES is the acronym for Preparation, Expertise, Authenticity, Caring and Engagement. In general, according to Dr. Soxer, teachers should explicitly demonstrate these five things to their students. Whenever I come to class, I keep the BEES model in mind. So, preparation is being prepared. Very straightforward, right? Yeah, I am always fully prepared for what I'm gonna teach in my class and that I will be teaching in the next 50 minutes. And thanks to that, I am confident. Also, my students are confident in me and my teaching as well. Expertise is I know my content and I use my expertise and knowledge to teach and to guide my students. According to Dr. Soxer, expertise does not mean teachers say something that is too difficult to comprehend, but it means that teachers should know their materials well and know how to make the materials, the knowledge accessible to their students. 
In my case, I always take time to think about how I will teach a certain piece of knowledge. I don't use the same structure for every class, but I dedicate my time to designing the class structure and the methods that are most suitable, relevant, and accessible based on each topic to my students. Next, authenticity. Ah, this is very interesting. So I am a novice teacher. Sometimes I get terrified of standing in front of my students to present some knowledge. Then I show myself as someone who is not me in front of my students. However, it shouldn't be the case. I learned from Dr. Susser that as a teacher, I must be authentic. I should let my students see me as a real, authentic, genuine person in order to engage with my students. Yeah. So, the most important lesson here is not to fake to be someone else in the classroom, just be ourselves. Next thing is the C letter in peace, which is caring. Yes, I do care about my students and my teaching, but more importantly, I learned that I should let my students know that I care about them by doing certain things, such as thanking them for choosing my course for coming to class and learning with me on that day. Moreover, the way that I interact with my students also a key factor in facilitating caring in teaching. I have a very interesting example. Before taking EDCI 943 course, I felt responding to my students' emails is not an essential part of my teaching. However, After I learned with Dr. Saucer, I focused more on responding to my students' email empathetically. Once there was one student who felt her seat very uncomfortable due to her physical condition on the first day of class, she sent me an email to express her distress, and I immediately responded to her email by first thanking her for emailing me, and second, stating that I am sorry for her bad experiences, and third, telling her that I would try my best to find her another comfortable seat. After that, I managed to change the classroom, and she emailed me saying that she really appreciated that I cared about her, while some other teachers did not. She also praised that I am a good teacher, although I still did not teach her any content. For the rest of the semester, she engaged with the class and with me very well. Additionally, I do care whether my students learn something valuable in my class, and I do care whether they understand the content. In the middle of class time, I use the fifth to five technique to quickly check whether my students understand the content well. At the end of class, I usually divide my students into two or three groups and organize a quick multiple choice questions to encourage all my students to review the content that we just learned. One other thing which shows that I demonstrate caring in my teaching is I always validate and nurture my students' voices. I listen to their questions and answer them. But if I don't know how to answer, I don't pretend that I know the answer or I avoid answering them. 
Instead, I ensure my students that I will find answers for their questions later. I remember one very useful tip that Dr. Saucer taught me when facing difficult questions. That is, breathe, smile, think, and talk. Facing a challenging question, first, I should breathe to calm down, to not feel panic. Then I smile to regain my confidence. After that, I think, because despite my expectations that I may fail, I may know the answer to a difficult question. Therefore, taking a moment to think is beneficial for me in that awkward situation. Following the three actions of breathe, smile, and think, now I can talk. During this semester, I have applied this method whenever I struggle in my class, dealing with my students' questions or concerns, and it works. If you have to face the same challenge, I encourage you to give it a try. It may help you. The last E of B's is engagement, which is the thing I care about the most when teaching. Yeah, in my opinion, my students' engagement is the utmost importance that teachers should care about. And Dr. Saucer provided me with a valuable process to increase my students' engagement, which is the trickle-down engagement. It means that when the teacher is engaged, this engagement will transfer to the students, and the students will be more engaged, which will eventually make the students learn more and learn better. As I said previously, before taking the EDCI 943 course, I was the kind of teacher that focused on presenting the content with my slides, and I rarely pose questions to my students. In case that I pose questions, only a few students answer them, and if no one answered to my questions, I simply answer to them myself. Yeah. Previously, the students' engagement in my class was really low. I have to admit that. But after I learned about the trickle-down engagement, I know that I have to change, change myself first to be more engaged with the teaching experience that I am currently in charge of. For example, now I always come to class early to exchange small talks with my students, which effectively sets the norms. For facilitating talks and discussions during class time, I also include my personal stories that are relevant to the course content to engage with my students. For example, when I teach about mobile journalism, I tell stories about how I used my iPhone 6, which was an old model, to cover the news about the U.S. and North Korea summit in Singapore and Vietnam. To demonstrate that journalists would not need expensive and modern equipment to do their tasks excellently, after listening to that story, my students got excited and shared their examples of using mobile phones to cover the news. The engagement level of that class was very high, and it was one of my most successful classes. I also encourage my students to engage with their classmates by exchanging outside classroom interactions. For example, they can send a useful news article to their peers. Yes, 
Now the beast model is always on my mind when I teach because it helps me to create wonderful learning experiences for my students. It improves my teaching and my students' learning. The next thing I want to talk about is active learning. I am a teacher in journalism and communications disciplines, which requires me to equip my students with the practical skills they need to work professionally when they graduate. And active learning techniques are beneficial for me to fulfill my responsibility with high students' engagement. For instance, when I teach the social media course, I use the role play technique. In which my students have the opportunity to simulate what they will do in their real life. My students can determine their favorite working positions in the social media industry, and the whole class brainstorms a plan to promote KSU on social media platforms. When I teach the storytelling across platform course, I employ the mock interview techniques, in which. My students have the opportunity to practice conducting interviews with their classmates for a podcast to be aired on a newspaper's website. Through these activities, my students can get a sense of the required tasks they will execute in their professional careers. So the episode is quite long now. I still want to continue because I think that when I share my teaching experiences, I also have the opportunity to review what I've been doing great or what I've been doing not so great. I also can review certain techniques that I have applied. So yeah, today I did share about first the student-centered approach, second the beast model, and third the active learning methods. They are the things that work best for me and help me a lot in the path of being an excellent teacher. If you are a new teacher like me, please feel free to get some insights from my podcast to change your approach. It can be surprisingly effective. And one more thing, I know that teaching is very challenging. It can make you feel exhausted, or you may feel that you can fail as a teacher. But you should give yourself many chances. You can fail. You can make mistakes. Me too. Until now, I sometimes still have negative thoughts and feelings towards being a teacher. But I always give myself a new chance every day. I give myself the opportunity to try again. So yeah, I am your companion on this challenging but very rewarding path. We just need to keep fighting. So, if you have any questions or feedback or concerns, please comment below to let me know. I really appreciate your feedback. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and see you again next time.